So, uh, as I was saying, just to give a little background, see the beauty of Shirobindo's writings, and you see this in Savitri very often, is he creates a living image, and that image you cannot create even on a TV screen or anything. That's the beauty. The image is so real, like you know, light licking up the thoughts. How are you going to show it, let's say, on a uh, 3D image also? It, and yet, the image is so clear to you. You know, it's uh, as if you can actually experience that. So, Savitri is about giving a touch of that experience which Shurbindo has experienced in his inner journey. So, that's the beauty and that is how the ancient traditions, you see, in the Vedas, the Rishis are called, the, they are creators. They are not just... Um, writing a poetry for our joy. They are creating that state of consciousness in which the Rishi has lived. So in that sense, Savitri, out of many things, many beautiful things, one of them is it creates within us that state of consciousness. So this was beautiful, we read yesterday. Um, yes, we can start with a question and then go on to... Yeah. Yes. doors to a certain state of consciousness. See, when we, we are closed in a magic circle of nature, which Sri Krishna says is the Trigunatmak Prakriti. So, however hard we may try, we don't have the key to go beyond it. So, what we do is, we, we can read here about it. It's like you can read about America and you can read the book, you can watch a movie. But if you have to go there, you need the visa. And if you don't have the visa, all your reading doesn't give you a direct experience. So, if you have to enter, come out of this magic circle in which we are trapped, you need keys to unlock the doors. Because there are states of consciousness beyond the human. Now, what the Vedic Rishis found that by the rhythm of sound and a certain body of words, you can unlock doors after doors. Now, there are not one door, many doors of consciousness. So, you will see in the Vedas, mantras, first to appease a particular deity. Now, you enter into a higher state. But then, like you know, you are going to America, you are going by a Dubai. So, from Dubai, they say, nay, nay, nahi ja sakte. you can live here. So, the same deity, you will see in the Vedas, very interesting, who helps you in the ascension, obstructs you when you want to go beyond. It's very interesting. Then you have other mantras. So there is a series of mantras which one after another. So mantras are not meant for just intellectual understanding. They are meant for living that reality of opening these doors and ascending states after states of consciousness. So in Ashupati journey, you will see that he is ascending from layer to layer to layer to layer. You will see that ascension, which is a typical Vedantic way or the approach of the Vedas. But in Tantra, what you are doing is, now you want the power in nature, which can take you to layers and layers and greater and greater powers. So it is more to get those more, more than states of consciousness, those energies, those powers, which are Tantric commands. So each mantra is like a uh, drawing a deity. Or, uh, you know, they don't use a very good word. It's like capturing the deity. So, I am not, you know, you worship the deity. But she will come close to you. And because of the power of the mantra, like, you know, when you light an agarbatti and when you, uh, you know, uh, do some prayers. So, what happens? The atmosphere is so beautiful. And if your heart is full of, you know, gratitude and love and you are having an adoration, then the deity drawn by affinity, comes and starts dwelling near. This is the principle of yoga. If you have a beautiful thought in the heart, even without worship, you will draw the deity. Because they are very sensitive to these things. On the contrary, if you do a puja outwardly, but your heart is full of wickedness and greed, the deity will not come. And if it comes, it may treat you as a Mahisasura and finish you. <laughs> you know, that's what they do. Pandal on one side and, you know, Golgappas by the side. No, 
नहीं द डिफरेंस सी देर आर प्लेंटी ऑफ मंत्रास बट द थिंग इज दैट इफ लेट्स टेक एन एग्जाम्पल सो यू रीड द चंडी 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 इज ऑल अबाउट इन्वोकिंग द डिफरेंट पावर्स ऑफ द डिवाइन मदर यू सी द फ्लेवर योर सेल्फ बिकॉज इट्स नॉट जस्ट अबाउट वन मंत्रा एंड यू रीड द वेदास सो वेदा मंत्राज विल बी समथिंग लाइक यू नो आई एम दैट सो बाई कॉन्स्टेंटली सो हम अस्मी आई एम जस्ट टेकिंग वन एग्जाम्पल रैंडमली और यू टेक फ्रॉम द उपनी शदीशा वास्यम इदम सर्वम नॉ बाई मेडिटेटिंग अपॉन द मंत्रा यू एंड अप एंटरिंग दैट स्टेट ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस ईशा वास्यम इदम सर्वम यत किंच जगत्याम जगत नाउ वट दे वे सेंग इज दैट दे वेर मेडिटेटिंग ड्वेलिंग सो वाइल वॉकिंग वाइल ईटिंग यू आर लिविंग इन दिस स्टेट ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस दैट ऑल दिस इज फॉर द लॉर्ड्स हैबिटेशन दैट इज अट इज अ तांत्रिक मंत्र हा सो दे आर सीट साउंड बाय द पावर ऑफ साउंड एंड द रिदम ऑफ साउंड एंड ऑफकोर्स मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट बाय द लव एंड एडोरेशन इन द हार्ट नन ऑफ दीज मंत्राज विल वर्क विदाउट इट विच इज नॉट अनफॉर्चुनेटली टॉट आई हर्ड पीपल डूइंग वेद मंत्रा पाठ proper were trained in vedic schools and with nothing in the heart but they are perfect in their intonation they will come and say the mantra and go away and i had a very strange and funny experience of this kind once where you know they inaugurated a function calling them to do veda part and they they were four you know young brahmins from the school where vedas were being taught in a methodical way and they came and like a typical professional they did whatever they had to do with all the gestures and everything but there was nothing inside see ha yeah so but i am just telling you ki the for the and mother has said very specifically that that is important you may do hanuman chalisa and your mind is wo to ramkrishna ji ne bhi kaha hai na you know that famous story where rani rasmani he gave a nice slap to her maybe knowing that shri ramakrishna was dancing and singing in ecstasy used to go into this bhava samadhi and suddenly in that state he went and slapped rani rasmani who was a very rich lady who sponsored and gave money for belur math and all these things so people were all surprised a very respectable lady how did he do that then later on he said he said you know i am calling kali and you are thinking of your court case he could see the thought he said i am calling kali and you are thinking of your court case if i wouldn't have corrected you do you imagine what kali would have done i put you back to senses that look here fool if you have the divine in front of you you see we do it no very unwittingly we go to samadhi we go to mother picture and what do we ask ultimately just imagine for a moment actually the divine mother is standing before you what would you want or perhaps just take me ma i give myself to you what would you ask you have got the highest right there would you return back from the king of kings with just a few pennies to put in the bank balance or would you say oh king of kings keep me as your slave now forever with you whatever i mean i want to be your servant your slave but certainly you will not ask for a court case because but you know that living presence can i read a passage then we'll come to the second question or third question but since you mentioned you know these are there is a beautiful passage which i am reminded of uh, from book 2 where ashupati is face to face with the divine mother several places he has this so one of them is where he i'll tell you i'll just tell you once i reach yes it's canto 14 and again you'll see the power of these words 295 so ashupati is face to face with the world mother 295 so what do you do when you are face to face with the divine mother but first see how he describes as i said i have actually made a Hundred page compilation in soft copy on Divine Mother in Savitri. Just I'll send you. That's why I said it's amazing those passages. You know, amazing. They are just on Divine Mother in Savitri. So, page two ninety five. So he has gone to the 
हाइएस्ट पॉसिबल पॉइंट वेयर ह्यूमन सोल इन इट्स एसेंशन कैन एडवांस और द डीपेस्ट पॉसिबल नाउ इफ यू हैव टू गो बियॉन्ड यू कैनॉट गो बाई पर्सनल एफर्ट ओनली द डिवाइन मदर कैन ग्रांट यू टू गो बियॉन्ड एंड अशपति इज सीकिंग टू गो बियॉन्ड सो वट डज ई मीट देयर there he beheld or rather we'll read right from top alone between tremendous presences under the watching eyes of nameless gods his soul passed on a single conscious power towards the end which ever begins again so he has reached that point now if he crosses that point then there is no return he has reached that point you know where after death we go and come back toward the end whichever begins again approaching through a stillness dumb and calm to the source of all things human and divine everything comes from there there he beheld in their mighty union's poise the figure of the deathless two in one a single being in two bodies clasped a diarchy of two united souls seated absorbed in deep creative joy you know when we speak about often people sometimes you know ask this of me that you know you seem to be a little untraditional no but when i have read this now you see what description is this of radha and krishna so after this how can you enjoy that much lesser representation because you have seen the ultimate possibility and several places you will see at one place krishna and kali shobindo describes them as a sweetness a, a violent ecstasy a sweetness dire so shri krishna is a sweetness but dire kurukshetra and kali is violent but she is ecstatic she liberates us now after reading that you know to go back to that image so look here a diarchy of two united souls seated absorbed in deep creative joy their trance of bliss sustained the mobile world so and then she goes further and sees behind them in a morning dusk one stood who brought them forth from the unknowable there is someone behind them also who has brought them out from the unknowable ever disguised now who is she she is the world mother mother of the gods even the world mother is different from the divine the divine one she is beyond yeah she is beyond she has brought them out the one she has she has ha uh, she has created brahman and maya and vidyamaya vidyamaya and you know ishwara and shakti within her they are one but she is she brings them for the sake of the play and now see how beautiful these lines are ever disguised she awaits the seeking spirit watcher on the supreme unreachable peaks guide of the traveler of the unseen paths she guards the austere approach to the alone she waits for us to reach that point in in greek in uh, and egyptian mythology she is the golden sphinx so she wa- waits on the austere paths to the alone she ask you have you realized yourself if not go back <laughs> if you have realized i'll give you away at the beginning of each far spread plain pervading with her power the cosmic suns she reigns inspirer of its multiple works and thinker of the symbol of its scene so you have the 10 mahavidyas and you know the divirias so at each plane she is seated there as the mother goddess who presides over that particular plane of consciousness above them all she stands supporting all the soul omnipotent goddess ever veiled of whom the world is the inscrutable mask sansar to unka mukhata hai the ages are the footfalls of her tread see now the kali aspect why the world mother is closely connected to kali when she moves ages change that's why kala so kali she changes time by her footsteps 
their happenings the figure of her thoughts and all creation is her endless act his spirit was made a vessel of her force mute in the fathomless passion of his will he outstretched to her his folded hands of prayer after all ashpadi is such a great tapasvi but what happens to him in front of divine mother and now see now you know you will see in sometimes in cinema then you read bhagwan ne tathastu kiya you see what is tathastu and look how shurbindu describes that then in a sovereign answer to his heart a gesture came as of worlds thrown away kya chahiye tujhe trilok chahiye aur jagat chahiye bol kya lega you know as of worlds thrown away for <laughs> queen of queens raj rajeshwari unke samne tum kya maangoge you want these and from her raiment's lustrous mystery raised one arm half parted the eternal veil you want to meet the eternal you can go you want these worlds you can take them a light appeared still and imperishable attracted to the large and luminous depths of the ravishing enigma of her eyes he saw the mystic outline of a face overwhelmed by her implacable light and bliss an atom of her illimitable self what is this great tapasvi experiencing himself an atom of her illimitable self after all this effort that's why shubhendu repeatedly says no human tapasya only the mother's grace can rend the veil no who can do more tapasya than ashupati and look what he experiences mastered by the honey and lightning of her power tossed towards the shores of her ocean ecstasy <laughs> drunk with a deep golden spiritual wine somras he cast from the rent stillness of his soul a cry of adoration and desire and the surrender of his boundless mind and the self giving of his silent heart he fell down at her feet unconscious she lets him pass into the supramental borders of the overmind the kingdoms of the greater knowledge so you can't reach that borders of the supermind supramental unknowable now you will get in house of the spirit and the new creation it is the border shubindu described that that even he earlier felt the heights of the overmind as the supramental state it is so dazzling so powerful it is jutting and the difference is unless you have gone beyond you can't know the difference such is the closeness in in those highest realms of the overmind he describes that so he stands on the peak of the overmind if you want to put it yes yeah that mind yes yes no there is a form there there is that's true but that energy is a conscious power it can build its own forms but the forms you it's basically formless but you can it can create forms if outline out of itself it's not incapable of creating forms that's why you see sachidanand bhagwan also you can see as a form but what you are referring to that is true that below the overmind there are specific deities or forces or beings who are form makers which is different so they create forms out of panch tattvas and they will build forms of gods goddesses titans humans everything but the divine being is capable because he is the master he can create any form out of itself but yes yeah, generally you experience as formless but there again you know there are levels of energy at every level there is the form and the formless so you know even at a vital level one can experience the formlessness and may well think that i am in touch with that energy of the shakti but it may be just a white level because it, it needs such a purification to reach there but what the progressing from our question that when one reaches super mind 
possible because the mind is dissolved into the greater mind. But because it is the greater mind, it's not that it becomes incapable. It, it's, it, it's able to see the truth, the reality in the form. Yeah, yeah so they are that true. The form is not visible. But within the form, one is able to see that which is the truth. Or, or rather they are truth forms. They are not subject to disintegration. It's like Sri Krishna. See, supramental beings also exist in the supramental world. There are beings. But the thing, beauty of these forms are, there are two aspects of the, these forms. One, they are truth forms. They are true representative. There is no coating, covering, or no error, falsehood. But the other problem, the problem part is, that these forms can very readily dissolve into the formless state. And that's why creation had to allow a certain mixture, you know, like in cement they allow a certain mixture to stabilize the creation. That's the beauty of matter, which you don't find anywhere. So you have to have some concreteness as they say. So that was the self-loss, why creation came. And that's the challenge. See, if we have to enter into supramental creation and it exists, it's one possibility. But to build the supramental creation here on the basis of matter is the challenge. Because now this matter has to be transformed. Otherwise, supramental beings exist in their own world. We read about that, that you know, what were they like and what was their interchange, how they were feeling, how they were thinking. But if you have to have it here, then matter has to become plastic and luminous and all that. So, the same creation reproduced here. Even matter in all imperfections, substance it is the divine substance which has become that become but more ha. so but if you are in the truth consciousness ha. then one sees ah but that, that is not enough that is not enough no. that's not transmutation like no, ha so ha you can see the truth behind yeah, that is true yes that consciousness even in the mind is dissolved but the mind is I am not sure Gita would say that, but yes, possible. Oh, no. So that's what I was wondering. So what, see, it's, it's, it's one thing to see the divine presence inside, let us say, human beings, but we, it's very different from the supramental vision of things. I'll tell you how. So it's like you see the truth behind, say, a particular form. And behind it, the divine presence, which is the ultimate truth. Now, how is this truth connected with every other truth in everything else? That is the other challenge. In the supramental Gnostic vision, as we were reading, when you see this truth, you also see all other links to the surface truth, to the truths that are laterally existing, to the truths of the past and the truths of the future. So, that's why supramental vision is required or supramental power is required to build a creation here. If you enter into Sachidananda, you can see Sachidananda divine in everyone. But that doesn't build a truth creation here. You have the truth awareness about the divine presence. But if you have to build truth creation and connect with each other, how do I connect? It can't be like, okay, uh, snake, thou art God and I worship you, that's okay. But how you will see the reality inside and also as it extends into and through these quotes, all of them simultaneously. That's why Shumindu speaks of a, yes, one aspect of it is Trikal Darshita. Another is that because past, future, everything you will see and all of them are supported by a certain truth. You will see that even behind the falsehood, there is a reason why truth has taken this turn. So all this is simultaneous, not only in an individual, but in a collectivity. It is mind-boggling. Actually, you just can't put it in a mental word. Yes. But this vision has to awaken. Then you become aware of every end. That's how you see how Shurabindu... I'll give you one example. Seeing the truth behind form. Once... So you see all the forms together. So, or rather two examples. One is when um, Durai Swami Ayer's brother... So he came to see Shurabindu. He was an agnostic, uh, believer, not believer, but he insisted, so he came. Now, Durai Swami Ayer was Raja Janak in his previous life and also Chandragupta Maurya. So when he comes, so Shurabindu looks at um, his brother, Krishna Swami Ayer, and says, Oh, so you have come. He was Bajirao. And uh, yes, so. Hmm. 
बाजीराव और वट इज दैट हॉस्पिटल इन डेली नो 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 देम्ड ऑन दिस दिस हिस्टोरिकल फिगर आई थिंक इट इज बाजीराव इन नाइंटी नाइन परसेंट सो ही सेट सर हाउ डू यू नो सो शिविंदर स्माइल एंड सेट आफ्टर ट्वेंटी ईयर्स यू विल लीव यूर बॉडी इन द सेम प्लेस वेयर ही हैड डाइट so he forgot about it brother brother nahi wo chhod dijiye wo important nahi hai wo to bahut sare shurbindo ke if you see past lives the way he saw in dilip kumar roy hector or the endless stories just get the essence of it because details otherwise will be lost in fact don't even note all this recording aap sun lijiyega nahi to you'll be lost in the detail so now you know he uh, after he forgot about it then after 20 years he was हिंदू हिंदू राव हॉस्पिटल हाँ सो देर ही वॉज एडमिटेड सो ही वॉज एडमिटेड फॉर सम एंड ही वॉज ऑन डेथ पेड एंड दैट टाइम ही वॉज रिमाइंडेड डू यू रिमेंबर शोबिंदट से प्लेस वेर ही वॉज केप्ट कैप्टिव एंड ही एड डाइट सेम विद दारा दारा वेन ही वेंट टू सी द मदर ही वॉज अ मुस्लिम एंड द मदर मोमेंट इज इज सो दारा यू हैव कम यू हैव कम से मदर आई एम नॉट दारा आई एम Heather, ah ha! I know all that. You are Dara, Aurangzeb's brother. Ah, Aurangzeb also came. They were brothers again in this life. Both came to Shirobindo, but the previous life, Aurangzeb, who was named Prashant, he left and went away during, you know, uh, he couldn't. He all remained a fanatic. Even Dara had a touch of fanaticism in him. बट एनी वे शुरविंदो टेक्स केयर ऑफ एवरी वन एंड देन अनदर वन वे शुरविंदो इज रिटन ए फेमस पोयम इट्स अबाउट ए कैट एंड एट द एंड ऑफ द पोयम ही सेज वेदर ही सीज द मेरेकिल ऑफ द फर फुटेड ब्राह्मण फर फुटेड एंड एट द एंड ही सेज वेदर सी इज वुमेन ए स्पिरिट और ए कैट this is the mystery i am wondering at he could see simultaneously that she is a cat there is the brahman consciousness and she is going to take a leap into an first human birth all this he could see simultaneously so that vision is beyond our comprehension where secret of all the forms so that is otherwise seeing the divine lot of yogis have done you don't need supramental and it can be bestowed as a special grace like in the geeta you know shri krishna bestows him to see a lot of things which are happening that is the closest the geeta comes to that you know where he shows the future and the world world soul ya vishwarup not the transcendent but the vishwarup so that's the closest it comes on the doors of the super mind but doesn't enter into it or when he says vyakto ham ahap avyakto ham i am the manifest and the unmanifest and the divine mother goes beyond manifest and unmanifested one place shivinda says if being and non being could fling into each other and lose itself then something of that truth could be many you know understood or expressed so the beauty of savitri is all about deepest spiritual experiences even the vedas were originally meant for that and that's why the scholarly studies can have this big issue that one may be one may forget the real thing that's why in savitri mother has never recommended take a dictionary and read it dictionary and read it she she never said you take a dictionary you know because you'll know the word meaning also you know word meanings now you know like he says about um, night now now a word you know A fathomless zero occupied the world in the very first. So you will see the dictionary meaning fathomless, and you'll see zero. Meanings are there, but fathomless zero is neither about fathomless or zero as it is understood in the dictionary. It's describing a state of consciousness, shunyam, in which you see this shunyam is pregnant with many things which are to manifest. It is a state of inconscient in which you know he sees the dark inconscient. There is a higher zero. where everything that also he describes in unknowable they are all deepest and profound spiritual experiences and the reason why shubindo is giving us these things is so that we can grow into something of these truths
by sheer reading by reading you come in contact with it but the problem is if you start a dictionary you will not be able to get easily in touch with the state of consciousness it will keep you still further away doesn't matter just doesn't matter read are jinki kitab wo samjhayenge na aapko just trust first reading should be just read it with the joy of reading then you see after you have read 2 3 4 times you want to understand some specific words okay fine you can consult but much of sabitri uh, frankly speaking it's not a complicated english but it's a very different kind of a poetry english part the words are you know there you see the very first line or the first sentence it was the hour before the gods awake now you know meaning we all know <laughs> but we don't know what it means <laughs> mother would describe the first dawn of creation even before the gods came out the creation had fell into the inconscient and it was lost there was a cry then gods were created later as a second line ordinarily this meaning cannot appear by knowing the words so words word knowledge can be misleading that's why scriptural knowledge even shri krishna says that shrivinda says the th- same thing shri krishna says shabda brahmati vartate go beyond the word and shrivinda says that at the end you are not the sadhaka of this book or that book but a sadhaka of the infinite uh, no problem let it stay ha brahma ati vartate go beyond the word yes so word is not brahman <laughs> it is the body of brahman when it is you know given by a person in brahman consciousness so aap body mein aap aapka kapda kitna acha you know imagine that two hours you are seated with someone and the person keeps describing your cloth and acha bolna ji material kahan se liya hai where have you bought it from it is very nice the color is nice the print is nice after two hours you go away what have you known about the person nothing isn't it so that's how it is when we analyze the words but don't go into the spirit behind it exactly so let that's so that's why don't go through the words meanings yeah but doesn't matter they will arise but just go through that just read it but read it with an aspiration again again you know we have geeta parayana lord huh yes you get the bhav the state of consciousness ultimately its purpose is to give you that some touch you know of that state of consciousness and that you saw that you know and the sign is that you will experience a joy that because all higher states of consciousness carry with them few things light peace wideness joy it is all four of them are attributes of the higher four powers all higher states of consciousness which carry will will carry light now the degree of light or wisdom or truth truth knowing will change as the higher and higher but there will be some light some knowledge then peace now degree of peace and the depth of peace will change then wideness and the fourth is bliss or joy you want to put it so all states of consciousness which are beyond the mind will carry this if you are not getting that then something is missing and that is in a way true of all scriptures if you are understanding in the mind but the joy is not coming the peace is not coming the wideness is not there and a spontaneous intuitive knowledge is not awakening then one has to think twice that probably you know i need to something i am missing yes and it's true of all scriptures you see gurbani you read the sabad i i you know i don't know punjabi that way but i freaked out you know just listening to the shabad because it contains that truth so when you hear gurbani and you hear those shabads you are exalted if you are it doesn't matter you know punjabi or gurmukhi or no it doesn't matter same thing you see with tulsidas it's written in uh, you know different kind of a hindi avadhi but when you read it you don't need to know avadhi you will enjoy and many of even these urdu ghazals you know which are written by some of so idea is that don't get lost in the word meanings huh? so many of them okay so now the next question we can take uh, the next question was that 
parents when the time is come mm. for them to uh, be Christian? So, so as far as we are concerned, and on the supramental path, there is no worship of gods and goddesses. Even in the Upanishads, there is no worship of gods and goddesses. You carry the divine within, come in touch with the divine within. That's the saying of the Upanishads. That's how you know. And what does the Gita say? You may go through the gods, but it'll come to me. You can have a direct access. So, going through the gods is a very old path and it's a bit outdated now. Some of the, <laughs> some of the, I may sound blasphemous, but what to do, the Shruti says that. <laughs> so, but no, nobody stops. When Mother was asked, she said, you know, what should be the attitude of the supramental sadhak? She said, uh, you know, there is no need to worship any of the gods, but you, you, have, you can be indifferent to all religions, but uh, with a luminous understanding. They are our brothers, partners in the game. They are not objects of worship. Worship can go only to one. If you want the success in the path of yoga, you cannot have two. That's what the ancient truth is. Guru Gobindo, Khade, Kako, Lago, Pao, Balihari Guru, Aapki, Jin Gobindiyo, Batai. Ye truth, fundamental truth hai. Aap dil mein do ko nahi rakh sakte ho. Aap jivan mein char logon ko rakh sakte ho, par dil mein keval ek se pyaar karoge. Isn't it true? Yes, you may say, if I may add it semi-humorously, at a given point of time, you will love only one. <laughs> so it's possible that at a point of time, you had somebody in your heart. Now he has transferred you on to, okay, you know, there is someone uh, greater. So you can't put in do patan ke beech mein sabud rana koi, do navo mein pao rakhna. All this is very indicative. And in yoga, it can become at a certain stage dangerous. Up to a point, it doesn't matter. So, they are there as powers. You must understand their nature. We must know their role. They are also, you know, co-partners in the game. They are helping. It's like, you know, you are doing a work and they are also doing work. And, you know, they, you meet each other and greet and, Hi, hello, how are you? So, it's not about worship. So, in, in yoga, you don't do that. But yes... It is true that if you are going to the highest, the gods will reveal themselves when the time comes. The divine will send. I will give you an example, practical example to, to show you how it happens. I will not talk about things about my own life. But I will give you an example of Prithvi Singh Nahar. Prithvi Singh Nahar. He was uh, uh, mother's, you know, you can say beautiful childhood. Ki ki roshni, it was told that few years and your eyesight is going to go away. And mother gave him the work of um, typing Shurabindo's words. <laughs> he said, Mother, but my eyesight is not likely to you know, last. She looked at him for some time and they said, No, you forget about that. Until 70, 75, he was an authority on Shurabindo's works, even though his eyesight was failing, but it could never really go. So he would put it here and see like this and say, If somebody had a doubt, ki kya likha hai unhone? He could, he was the authority. So once he had a chest pain. So he uh, prayed to mother, that's what. Suddenly he sees two beautiful, handsome, uh, young twins come and look at him and they are carrying a bag on his, uh, this thing. Even let it continue, I have no issues, too much heat now, fire. No, no, no problem. It's all agony is being invoked. Now there is no problem. So he was carrying a bag. And they were carrying a bag. So the moment he saw them, he said, Prithvi Singh Nahar says, I don't know who are you, but only if mother has sent you, can you come near me? Otherwise, nothing else. So they looked, smiled, and then suddenly they plunged inside his heart. Obviously, it's not a physical experience, but on another dimension. And he experienced that they were massaging the heart and putting some, like, bag se kuch booty nikal ke laga rahe So chale gaye. He got cured, fine. So he asked the mother that uh, where they the Ashwin Kumars? So Shurabindu smiles and answers, how does it matter? You call the mother and the mother sent the physician of the gods for you. Normally they don't come. They don't deal with human beings. They are meant for the gods. But because you call the mother, so they will come. But we don't worship them. 
that's a trap door when you know the prime minister directly you're not going to give bribe to the local municipal councillor corporation then you are you are delaying then he will hold you are ye to paisa deta hai you he is being sent by the divine mother in fact in yoga the principle is whatever you get from anywhere and whatever you give to anyone you are receiving and giving to the divine no personal obligations favors done or received see honestly see if we read these books it's to walk the path otherwise there is no joy in it and this is the path it means that one doesn't trust the divine mother enough that she can do the purification and second in shurabindu's yoga nowhere in none of the letters 35 volumes of shurabindu and 17 plus 13 volumes mother's writings on ajinda nowhere even half a letter that you must invoke this deity and go through that when some people experience krishna and kali mantra he said granted it okay it's it's not bad for our yoga it will only krishna will bring you closer he has never but otherwise sometimes you are drawn to an aspect of shiva naturally so shubindu in his humility would always say it's okay but nowhere it is said that that is the path that is exactly one of my problems you know people often ask me about you know vedas upanishads and though i have read them and i do understand by her grace but i don't get into it because now for me the path is clear and once you have the path go straight on to it don't look left don't look right if that is the path but if it just to understand sanatan dharma hinduism you are still you know one is still at the level of i want to know then it's okay that is an understanding part nothing wrong and there should be wideness to understand different people go through different ways somebody wants to invoke indra fear enough nothing wrong but for the supramental yoga you don't need on the contrary it is advised not to go through that even the upanishad speak of that men are the cattle of the gods ha so if we understand the gods in the true light then we should know them not as gods to whom we go but as psychological forces that is the modern understanding which we should have and that is how shurbindu in the secret of the vedas puts these gods with psychological functions so that becomes easy it's for understanding but when you have the master you know we just saw divine mother <laughs> she will <laughs> you don't need to and she is available accessible okay if she is not accessible she says no no you first go through this or that that's a different story okay so that's the yoga part <laughs> but this is my view since you asked me the question yeah it's okay to understand how the system works there are people who don't know too bad they have to go through if they come and ask you that look you know humko prime minister say of course if you are so close and intimate that you can intercede on your their behalf by all means do it otherwise you will say ki you know i think the process is that you download a form from the website and you know you apply to the <laughs> to the collector because that's the normal process but as far as you are concerned you have a hotline so you connect with that he yeah, that he will send that he will send ah ah and this is another part is this is a very you know um, there are a lot of issues in it the indra of the vedas is very different from indras in the puranas there is a downgradation and there is an upgradation there is shifting what we receive today is a mixture there is neither a purely vedic tradition nor a tantric we what today we are following because many streams have united together and become what we call today sanatan dharma so there is nothing like a pure vedanta except for some people who are self declared vedantins yes like you see in arya samaj and they like strictly they'll go by the ved mantras but an average person living you know as a hindu or you know as as the religions that have been born in the indian soil let me put it like that there is a mix of everything 
so we will go to gurudwara also as a hindu and you know sadar ji will come and you know walk into the mandir because that's how we have grown up it's it's a beautiful blend of men because it's the same truth we know it but the religions which have not been born in the soil of india there is a duality there there is no possibility of uniting with god you see that fundamental difference no possibility abraham religion is a fact yeah you carry god within yourself is the ancient saying of hinduism sikhism buddha didn't use the word god but he is meaning the same thing jainism you can there is a path paths are different but you can unite with that supreme in different ways that we are not getting into but there you can't unite a favor can be bestowed on to you if you convert to a particular teaching then you will be on the last day raised up out of grave it must be very boring you know to stay in grave god knows for how long unless they supply some you know television or some computer <laughs> but it's, it's terrible you know to lie till suddenly and judgment you don't yet become god or one with god you will be sent to hell or heaven wo bura tha kya usse you know so that is the difference otherwise within the indian context ultimate truth is that there is god within us and there is god in everyone and find him by whatever means this was the thing but transformation is what shurvindo adds on to that oh is it's not a see today somebody asked me no i'll i'll see i'll tell you one thing whatever religion was i mean very 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 frankly whatever little religion uh, or quasi spirituality was there in islam was buried with its founder in arabia all the rest is a socio political ideology there is no religion left in it it's a pure that's what i am saying was buried with him in the land of arabia whatever has spread from there is socio political ideology in the name of religion it is just a justification of conquest and human ambition for hegemony but using a religious name that's all there is no religion left and i may nothing it just is sanctioned to vandalize to kill muhammad ji must have been some seeker of whatever level and whatever he found little bit uh, he gave to few people and then he was also you know in a political struggle during that time of heavels and then it got went away with him <laughs> but <laughs> rest is all socio political ideology i don't regard it as religion at all don't worry don't worry there is calm eyes divine regard the human scene so if there is another question fine we can take that otherwise i was thinking we'll complete this you know we were reading about what is agama okay okay yesterday you heard <laughs> these are texts which have a divine origin not a human origin essentially if you want to put it not going uh, so not going into you know they have a, it's semantics but it's a text which have a divine origin uh, agama then tantra is also now included as a agam shastra it's not a human text okay so yesterday we read about a little bit about the um, author's note we can just complete it because you know we read about the main characters ama tanni you want to give us pani tumbler i don't know ma where is the pani tumbler okay okay ha seri ma thank you thank you i'm damn impressed by your tamil You lived in Tamil Nadu. I am born and brought up in the class. My God. I studied wow. in Kochi. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we'll read this last line, which is so interesting. First, we read about the symbols, and you know, which is there, and we discussed that little bit last time. Author's note in Savitri. Shubhendu says something very interesting. Still. this is not a mere allegory so don't think it's just symbolic story the characters are not personified qualities 
that okay you know Savitri is the force so this force is within us and she has been given a name to give a narrative sometimes you use characters to give a narrative you know like people explain Mahabharata that Krishna is this and these are the senses which is the most absurd thing but it goes around on whatsapp ah, and people buy that thing Krishna is a living reality so here he is saying um, but incarnations or emanations of living and conscious forces forces with a capital F <laughs> so they are in a certain age they came as Savitri and Satyavan but they have come from time to time to help mankind now from this is Sri way of writing always modest and humble and self-effacing he didn't write that you know now it is as Sri myself <laughs> his way is so sweet uh, one of the disciples asked him Sir, in this life, both of you are as avatars. So, what were you doing in previous lives? So, he says something like, in previous lives, we were not there as avatars, but as vibhutis. So, then he says that, so what were you doing then as vibhutis? So, Shubhindu writes, carrying on the evolution. So, he was asked that, what does it mean carrying on the evolution? Shubhindu says it to explain it would mean writing the whole history of mankind mother describes that phase when from animal to man took place when she and Shurabindu were there and she describes where it took place what humanity that was and that was such a beautiful early humanity before the mind with all its complexities come and the French revolution every crucial juncture of history if you look at mother's incarnation whether it's Queen Catherine of Russia or you know Elizabeth one or Hatsheput she was there at the crucial turning points Hatsheput in, in Egypt if you see she changed the whole face of Egypt she made a sun temple uh, which is very uh, much charter reads very much like Auroville and when she was asked that uh, it looks so much like Auroville mother smiled so she said but uh, that time why was it given that charter to mankind? She said it was clear that the time is not yet come, but it was to preserve the in, uh, preserve this ideal in the memory of the race, of the race. And you see another very high race. And when you know the other day, first day we were saying that we should teach human beings to become noble, like the true Aryans, not again another set of meditating monks. You see, this is a big danger. You know, spirituality means meditation. Now you see what about Mother and Shurabindo's previous lives. Shurabindo, previous life is Danton, the man who was beheaded, guillotined, and he stood for freedom, liberty, equality and brotherhood. Look at Mother's previous life, Queen Catherine. So to live life with truth in your heart and beauty in your heart, I can tell you is far more challenging and truer than to you know learn a technique of meditation in an ashram and then you know start thinking that I am on a spiritual path while carrying all the falsehood and hypocrisy and divine does not like it look to whom was the Gita given not to Vidura not to many saints and sages not even to Bhishma the terrible not even to you know there were many countless people that time who would have claimed I am an Adhikari but to Arjuna, what is the qualification of Arjuna? He is the Shrestha among men. He is a human, but he is leading his human life in the most beautiful way possible. He is a true human being. There is truth in his heart. So many things, but the point is, he was the most surrendered also to Krishna. But the point is, it was not given to a meditating monk. That's my point. That you know, we should be careful not to repeat the same old fiasco. Because the moment we think about spirituality, we think of meditation and retreat. We should be very careful because you know, we'll get into that otherworldly group very fast because we as Indians are into that puja part and rituals. Let us learn to be true and beautiful inside and God will come. What is there? He wants us to be what? To be truthful, to be honest in our dealings, to be noble, to be chivalrous. All the, read what Shubhindu writes about Arya character. And with that, go towards perfection of the race. 
maybe in the afternoon if you want we can uh, along with that if some i can bring collected poems uh, where there is a poem called the rishi and we'll read just a last last passage of it where shobindo posits the ideal of a human being what he should be like that is but what we should be see our object is ki hame kya karna hai hame kaisa banna hai ultimately so so here he says further living and conscious forces with whom we can enter into concrete touch we don't need to go through anyone concrete touch and they take human bodies in order to help man and show him the way from his mortal state to a divine consciousness and immortal life so you see why this is the goal of savitri to help us arrive at the immortal state and the divine consciousness this is the purpose why shobindo is written savitri now i'll tell you why i have a problem i mean they are very nice people they are brothers and sisters and friends uh, more than the gods why i feel the avatar more than even the formless divine why this insistence on avatar see the gods don't know our problems frankly <laughs> they don't know oh what have they got to do with your electrical bill and your water crisis and your political issues going on they don't even know mortality if somebody is die somebody dies gods will tell you okay don't worry i will take him he'll come to heaven why are you grieving he'll give you a nice little lecture so that is how the gods work and they are living in that large consciousness where there is no death so they don't understand the pain of death they don't understand the sting of failure they don't know what is defeat defeat little bit they may know because you know the asuras have here time to time shown them what it means but they have no issues no because dhanvantri is there on one side lord vishnu is there they will all wake up <laughs> so they will rush back to heaven because there is always somebody to intercede so they don't know our similarly the divine who has never taken earthly embodiment he will tell you yes i am formless who is telling you to get engaged with all this tamasha jamila come to me i'll give you supreme rest but the avatar rama and buddha and krishna and christ and shurbindo they take a human body they understand what it means to suffer and struggle that's why they can guide us in a most perfect way so when divine becomes human that is the greatest mystery the divine is a mystery but the still greater mystery is it's an act of supreme love and sacrifice that the divine becomes human so savitri is ultimately the story of the avatar the divine mother becoming human and if you read what is savitri one of them is the the difficulties and challenges that the divine mother has to take upon herself to adapt to the falsehood and difficulties of earth nature she has to take upon her so all that we can do is just to be grateful okay no not worship she was walking i'll tell you ha huh. she was taking a walk that's a context to it and ha uh, that is a context to it that she was taking a walk so krishna would walk with him then after some time uh, uh, instead of krishna it was shurbindo so she knew that she krishna is a way that shurbindo reveals himself sometimes when she aurobindo wants to reveal himself as anandamay then he takes the shri krishna form they are one the both of them have said then she would walk with shurobindo and then this thought came to her that ah it is so blissful why should i you know bother and engage in you see imagine for her to forfeit the divinity take a small frame of you know bones and flesh so this thought came to her once that ah it is so blissful i wish i could stay always like this which means she can stay but because you know there are so many works she has undertaken says shobindo stopped coming he knew <laughs> that she will then turn away from the work but then mother this is it's a nice beautiful anecdote so mother says i said ah 
okay then i would walk with the supreme himself <laughs> that she says ki mujhe kya farak padta hai main supreme ke sath chalungi wohi to sri krishna bane aur shirbindo and then she says first krishna then shirbindo then the supreme himself so in the sense he is saying the clear identity of the three but in her personal life she could any time there are many such beautiful uh, little anecdotes of her with krishna or you know durga when she asked durga to surrender she said surrender so mother said you know these divine beings live in an absoluteness she said you see the joy of surrender so then she surrendered mother to durga then there with krishna once she was going to distribute the medals uh, first anniversary of the supermind then krishna came in he is balaru but all golden and effulgent so he says today you are going to go and uh, give them things mother said yes see i'll sit in your chair you want a place to sit and with a twinkle he went away mother said all right so she came and he was seated there now this is how the you know he is a trickster and mother is the mother so child is doing tricks so she said for a moment and then i entered into that state where anal thyself that only god may be so at that point she was nowhere and everywhere and then she sat in the place and krishna sat in the lap and krishna was giving the medals and she was no more there she describes that and it reminded me of that famous story where uh, sati atri rishi's wife uh, was it anusuya the gods come and say you know uh, we want to eat food with your hands but you have to undress yourself completely make a sit in your lap and they have gone dressed as a brahmin so she waits for a moment he says okay come in so she undresses and makes them little babies she says, come sit in my lap have food and then makes them sleep so all the goddesses come where are my husbands kahan chale gaye ji yahan aaye the so she tells them that you know they are sleeping inside find who is yours and take them <laughs> so they go and see babies now when this film was shown in the ashram mother laughed she said yes this is true human beings only can love like this because anusuya had developed this by the power of human love she said only human love can be like this because human beings have a psychic being which the gods don't have so you know since we started with gods psychic in us is the representative of the divine himself gods are typical beings they are inferior to a human being shobindo says that even in agenda but because human beings will become arrogant they have to realize it they have to become more and more humble that's why they are being made to eat the dust on the ground but human beings carry something which even the gods covet wo mil jaye even the asuras covet rakshasas covet if we can enter a human being we will taste that psychic what is psychic unique to human beings it is nothing but mother describes it but since she knows see the divine mother but since she knows the toil of mind and body and life as a mother knows and shares her children's lives she puts forth a small portion of herself a being no bigger than the thumb of man into a hidden region of the heart to face the pang and to forget the bliss this in us is the godhead small and marred through this he seeds the image of greatness god's greatness in time so what is the psychic being mother's own heart that's why one of the signs that the psychic being is awakened is it turns to mother yes. turns to mother you don't have to tell the psychic being you know who is mother in fact we should not do that because it's it should come through the psychic door the moment your psychic being awakens you know are jagannatha you don't have to tell her anything you don't have to teach anything you don't have to you know i have experienced i was an agnostic because mandiron mein jo dekhta tha aur sab jagah i said ye kya hai nirvana i'm not interested it's a selfish aim and i had stopped going to temples and bowing down before gods or bowing down before anyone and when i first had the mother's uh, picture i stood before a photograph and i bowed down spontaneously 
ये तो जगन माता है ये ये भाव यू नो योर सोल कैन रिकॉग्नाइज नो बट आई डेंट नो दैट शी इज मदर और शी इज कॉल्ड दिस दैट वॉट आई रेड श्योर विद बट आई डेंट नो अबाउट मदर फॉर नाइन मंथ्स आई वॉज रीडिंग और वन ईयर वेन यू सी हर देन यू यू डोंट नो बडी हेज टू टेल यू बिकॉज द सोल इज नथिंग बट हर सेल्फ मिनिएचर सी ब्रिंग्स आउट जैसे एक माँ गर्भ से बच्चे को लाती है ना वैसे माँ जगन माता डिवाइन मदर एक पोर्शन अपने हृदय का निकाल करके सृष्टि में डाला हुआ है एंड शी इज ऑलवेज कनेक्टेड टू दैट पोर्शन जस्ट जस्ट लाइक ए फिजिकल मदर इज ऑलवेज कनेक्टेड टू द चाइल्ड शी नेवर फॉरगेट्स इवन दो द चाइल्ड फॉरगेट्स है ना बच्चे आई एम श्योर ऑल ऑफ यू नो वट आई एम सेंग चाइल्ड में बी एनी वेयर नॉट कॉलिंग यू नॉट बॉदर्ड इवन ई मे से थिंग्स टू यू बट मदर मदर नेवर फॉरगेट्स that is how the divine mother connects with her and to recognize her is the crucial point of this yoga not the worship of the gods okay so we'll stop here